All right, you want to do the song or what? No such thing as art. Hey, hey, Hello, how's it going, Hello. listeners? Welcome back to No Such Thing as Art. Welcome I'm Ross. Back. I'm Tommy. And we're here with our guest, Mertzi. Hey. Um, we'd like to talk a little bit about some of the fun stuff that we've been doing. Tommy, you just uh, had a show recently, right? Yeah, um, my band played uh, a run of three shows. We played um, at Gibson Music Hall in Appleton, which was super rad. My band, Cave Paintings, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, and then... We played at a skate park in Illinois uh, the following night, which was super fucking cool. It was an indoor skate park. Indoor? Yeah, super, say, super small, awkward space. Yeah. Uh, none of us could hear each other, so we just all had fun. It was a lot of fucking... It was cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the following night we were at Jamrock in Green Bay, and that was a really cool show. Four bands. Yeah. Uh, it was a really cool run. And then um, we got... Two more shows will be in Madison uh, on the 31st. That'll be cool. And then uh, Appleton Beer Factory on the 1st, opening up for D.O.G., formerly the Blackfoot Gypsies. D.O.G. It's just D. D D-E-E-O-H-G-E-E. Oh, I feel like I have to tell that to everybody. Because they picture just the letters D-O-G. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just just makes it difficult. But they're cool. They're a cool band. And uh, it's going to be a really cool show. So that's on the 1st uh, of January. Yeah. Bringing in the new year. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. So what intrigues me uh, is the skate park one. So what? how did that come about? Um, So a guy that's friends with uh, the band... Uh, was putting on uh, like a fundraiser thing and uh, asked us to come down and play. And it turned out, like, we were all real skeptical at first walking in, like, what the fuck? Uh, and then everybody stopped, like, skating to watch us play. Yeah. Uh, it turned into a really fun show, and afterwards we had, like, really rad feedback. Yeah. People were just super cool, like, oh, about giving us compliments and shit, so... It was really weird, but uh, it was definitely really cool. Yeah, experience you probably won't forget. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I know. Uh, we actually we're planning out this whole thing for Murph Comp Murph Comp Six. It'll be, and I'm excited for that. That's going to be in the summertime. But uh, right now we have uh, we have a few bands that we're going to be we have coming, and one of them is uh, um, Dirty Dance Band, the trans yeah, yeah. not the transplants, the fast, fast plants. plants. So um, and they're they're a uh, skater punk band out of out of illinois yeah so but dan's from around here so yeah i think that that's uh that's a lot of fun that's going to be on july 16th of this year july 16th and we're going to have a big shindig because this of is the next 20 year, of next year i suppose <laughs> we're, next year we're hoping we're going to release this before the new year um especially since you said a show is coming up on new year um yeah. so yeah anyways next year uh, July 16th, that's what I said, right? Yep, July 16th, and uh, that's 2022. 
We'll be giving away a skateboard. There's going to be uh, bands playing. There will be a big tent. It's the 20-year anniversary for the Menasha Skate Park. And then we're working on uh, having a little after party as well. I know for sure. Where I'm going to be jumping out of the cake. Yep. Probably me jumping totally out worth, of the cake. Totally worth going. Yes. Nice. So but that, that's a lot of fun. We do that. This, Like I say, this will be the sixth annual. And the money we raise oh, goes to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the money we raise goes to the uh, Chris Murphy Memorial Fund for the Menasha Skate Park, which goes to fixing up the skate park. Um, yeah. What kind, what kind of cake is it going to be? I think chocolate. Oh. I do. I. Uh, I feel like I would look better coming out of a red velvet. You. Oh, you would. Yes. I mean, if it like was chocolate, you call it sexual chocolate, and everybody's <laughs> going to be there. <laughs> <I mean>. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to show up and go, "Where's this cake?" Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck we, is we that? Came for the cake. Like seriously, where's the hell? Where the fuck is the cake? That's a brownie. <laughs> he jumping out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be cool. He Actually, ate the fucking cake. <laughs> now, now that I think about it, now that I think about it, you actually gave us uh, um, a certificate for that, a two hundred dollar one. I think yep. that that was a uh, we did a raffle for, and um, I forget. Oh, uh, Chris's brother won it, and I guess Colton did his uh, the old Murph dog symbol on yep. his arm. Yeah, he did that just and, uh, uh, yeah. like a week ago. Or yep, and that was his first tattoo. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So hey, I do you have any like, Murph Dog decks left? I don't have, and that's what's like. There's, I, I'm sure there are out there. Out there, you think I'm so? sure a few people have some, but like there's I want to get one and make it my pedal board. That would be cool. Yeah, but I don't think uh, I, we'd have to talk to his. Uh, they, there's the mold. They still have the mold. How he made them and stuff. Yeah, we should. So uh, I've do I've that. thought about you know, but like the, all the work put into like getting like all the because you got to get the veneer boards and everything. Yeah. There was a whole process to it and the thing about chris is he actually uh he used to make the skateboards in his basement oh, okay. and uh with the wood glue and everything yep and uh there wasn't really good ventilation down there <laughs> <laughs> so there were times like he'd be down there and he'd be like high as a kite like watching him make skateboards and stuff but like it was like what, what's going on wait a second <laughs> we didn't do anything i only but, made yeah. one i thought <laughs> i made 20 yeah <laughs> but yeah no, he was like, make, and his dad even said, like, when we were kids, like, he was making these skateboards and selling them. And uh, he, um, Murph Dog Skateboards, they were called, hence the Murph Dog Skate Competition um, for the listeners out there. So, <laughs> so anyways, he, uh, he was making these skateboards, and his dad was telling me the last time they went up north to buy the board, like, the boards, the veneer they need, um, he whipped out, like, a, a just a pile of cash to pay the dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, like, it was just, it was like, doing good you know <laughs> so he had he actually had some merchandise and stuff too some hats and stuff like that we try making something every year or two to try to hand out his mom will like hand sew like some well actually with a sewing machine and stuff too it's like but like do like a um what do you call that now embroidery she like did an embroidery uh patches that she ha- that we handed out for the first second and oh, third that's place cool, yeah yeah and then she did um she made uh gators that were embroidered with uh, Murph comp on them. That's so like, cool. yeah. So like she definitely, she put in her time and effort with that. And she, that whole family that the Murphys are amazing. Like they helped me so much planning that event. And this year, like as it's grown, it's so cool to see how like the right people are in the right places. So I honestly guys, like we'd love to have you down. Like I said, July 16th, 
2022. I'm going to keep plugging this thing probably as we go along, but it's a ways away. <laughs> but put it yeah, in your yeah. calendar. It'll be cool. It'll yeah. be cool for sure. All right. Right on. What do you want to talk about next? I was going to say, let's talk about me. That's what because we all know that I like talking about myself. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I've been I've been doing some shows lately, and uh, I actually it was fun the other night. Um, I did a show in Menasha and uh, at the attic, and afterwards went out to Misfits, and um, it just turned out that the uh, the guitarist that was playing there that that night yeah broke his string, so I went and got my guitar. Amateur move. And yeah, right. And like, he didn't have it. Yep. But I mean, he was a good, good dude. I forget. Like I say, I have the name on his sweatshirt at home. But, um, anyways, uh, it's, so just totally. Sounds another, like a, it sounds like a right, right thing for you, Ross. Just, just leave it there for everyone to just wonder why. Why is his name on a fucking sweatshirt? So, anyways, um, yeah. So I, I brought the dude a guitar in, save the day, hooray, Ross. And uh, I actually asked if I could play a few songs. So that was cool. And uh, it's just fun watching, like, an improv do thing like that. Yeah. Watching everyone just kind of be like, whoa, what's this? This is different than what was yeah, happening. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, just had a lot of fun with that. I was just on another podcast. I'd like to mention them because uh, they let me mention ours on theirs. Yeah, um, sure. Off the Rails yeah. podcast out of uh, Milwaukee. It's a lot of fun. I actually was on there, and the episode I did, I was hooked up to this like machine that shocks you yeah. and it's supposed to simulate um contractions and so i was singing a song and they were like and i'm just like oh, just fucking get like zapped and shit and it's a good episode check it out off the rails podcast look it up on facebook i watched so it's uh, pretty funny it's yeah pretty yep. oh yeah. we had a blast yeah uh it was a lot of fun yeah and they do like video there it's fun. cool to see like they're definitely light years ahead of us. But do they like, live stream it? What, yep. Okay. They live stream the first hour, and then you do a second hour, and then that's released the Wednesday. Oh, uh, that's later cool. That that's week. a cool yep. way to do it. Yep. And I think uh, like, there's a lot of cool stuff I saw from that. And from us, you know, we, we've we been getting this thing rolling again. We're still figuring out formats. We're still yeah, right. like bringing things to the table. We got, you know, people getting involved, people dropping out. Like, it's just... Just all this stuff that's happening that I feel like it's all heading in the right direction now. Yeah. And I'm seeing, like, more people that, like, we're c- coming across that are saying, like, hey, we listened to the podcast. Yeah, and, and yeah a lot great. of good feedback. Yeah, a lot of people I, that are excited about yes, it, which is and we cool. love that you listeners are getting back to us. Continue to tell us, like, how great we are. <laughs> I started making Fuck Mercy t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's awesome. I actually, when I started at Timeless, I gave Abby one. I was like, here, have a Fuck Mercy t-shirt. She's that's like, I've always <laughs> wanted one of these. That's fucking great. That's, that's like awesome. Primus has uh, stickers and merch that say Primus sucks. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's definitely a marketing technique. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? To do that. Like you were saying, I remember, too, in the shop um, about... Uh, about the anti-ads yeah. or whatever. Silver tuna. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Better than your average tattoo or a prison tattooer. That's always a good Yeah, yeah I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. So, uh, so why, don't we, why don't we reintroduce our guest? Because I just, just kind of threw it out there. We're here with Mercy. We're here with Mercy f- from the Silver Tuna. A man who I've had a uh, tattoo on me, and he's like got an amazing cartoonish style. I love it. I like these cartoons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
No, but I, I mean, like, you seriously, and I've seen, like, your portfolio, too. You have a very impressive portfolio. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You can definitely tell I have not that. seen any of your work. Yeah. It's, it's, it's meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've heard. <laughs> yeah, Mercy. Uh, yeah, meh. You know. <laughs> He's been all around a long time, so <laughs> he must be doing something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, like, there's so much love for you in the community of tattooing. Like, anybody that I've, like, yeah, for throw sure. your name out there, like, they're all like, oh, Mercy, oh, you know, yeah. like, The old so guy cool. with the bibs like, on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it works for me, and it's worked for yeah. a long time. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. been doing it. I, I started in uh, 2004. I started just piercing. I was just a piercer. Yeah. And uh, you were, like, an exclusive, well, not exclusively cock piercings, but... One I of did the a, best ones yeah. in the area. Yeah, I did a lot of. I, I remember I, hearing that actually. I pulled go on <laughs> a, a lot of holes and a lot of wieners. Let me tell you. <laughs> My dad's so proud. <laughs> Are your hands callous? Or? No, they they they're soft. <laughs> <laughs> like a glove full of Vaseline that you let your hand rest in. Yeah. I, went, I did a Prince Albert man. I did a Prince Albert one time. Um, and it was on a, a client of mine, and and I you know whatever, and all of a sudden. I did the piercing, and you wrap it in a paper towel and just put, put pressure on it. You oh. know, get the bleeding to stop. And all of a sudden, it started getting bigger in my hand. I'm like, oh, I looked down, I'm like, Jason. And he's like, sorry, Mercy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> man, you got to hold this now. <laughs> that's not the waiver that we uh, filled <laughs> out here, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's happened. Do but, you have yours yeah. pierced? Uh, yeah. Well, not anymore, but I still have an extra hole that I pee out of because <laughs> I had my Prince Albert done and then I stretched it to two cool? gauge. Whoa, two gauge? Yeah. yeah. You don't uh, come back from that neither. Oh, like, no, that's no. <laughs> no, I get drunk and I piss on myself because I forget <laughs> to like shield it. So, like, I used to hang Is out it like with... like a shotgun hole through there yeah, or what? Like, like, one of the MCs I used to hang out with, so I'm at their clubhouse. I go inside to take a piss. I walk in and I, they're like, Mertz, you pissed yourself. I'm like, hey... I pissed on myself. Yeah. It's com- <laughs> it looks the same, but it's completely different, man. Somebody put a hole in my dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, man. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> oh, I was... I, the piercing, like, I can act like the toughest guy in the world, but, like, I had a beanie on. It was over the top of my eyes. I'm banging my knee against the wall next uh, to me. Like, yeah. The piercer's like, dude, you got to calm down. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. No, I don't. This Just is my wiener we're talking about in my here. Gut yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to stick a piercing in my best friend. <laughs> we had a buddy that's that had one, I know. I know he had some type of Who? piercing. Lon. I thought he had a Prince he's Albert. Got a tattoo on, no, I know he's, he's got, got a tattoo he's got on his nut bag. Peanut yeah. yeah. I got kicked out of Oktoberfest for that piercing. Did you really? Yeah, I was on College Ave, and all of a sudden, like, a bunch of my friends were like, come on, we want to see it. So I was like, okay. It out. I'm like, get in a circle around me. So you know? they get in a circle around me. I pop it out, and I'm showing them, and all of a sudden, I feel this tap on my shoulder. I look, and it's a cop. Uh, and he's like, son, you got to put that away. You're, you're causing a crowd. <laughs> The crowd was asking for it. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, yeah. Giving them what they Are wanted. you impressed? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go. Oh, come on. Oh, that's funny. He was impressed enough that he didn't arrest you. Yeah, he just made me yeah. leave. <laughs> well, that's cool. My nickname in high school was this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It was like my pinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so normally we review a beer on the show, but you brought us oh, yeah, some I made- moonshine. I dabble. I make a little moonshine every once yeah. in a while. So I got a. I I literally did this on Saturday, and I haven't made moonshine since the shutdown because I was uh, making moonshine and selling it. 
because yeah. I didn't know when the tattoo shop was going to open back up. Yeah, you got it. So uh, I did peach cobbler. So yeah, try it out. Give her a try. Peach cobbler. And so what? what like so like you say, it was just a, a necessity of like something you enjoyed trying to do anyways and needing to get a little cash. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've definitely. Uh, oh, man, I started like. Man, that tastes good. Making moonshine probably about. 10 years ago i started with just like apple pie you know just the basic yeah and apple pie is like what everyone you know the cinnamon what are you putting that exactly like apple pie like your standard apple pie recipe is a gallon of apple cider a gallon of apple juice uh two cups of regular sugar no two cups of brown sugar one cup of regular sugar and then 10 cinnamon sticks and you boil that to to break the sugars down yeah let that cool and then you just add normally they'll add like uh two cups of i think it's like spiced rum and then a cup of everclear yeah but like that stuff has got a bottle and a half of everclear in it so yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's uh that's clean man i really a lot of times after moonshine you take a big pull and it stings you feel it, it yeah lingers. it stings so it puts hair on oh, your I chest. got some guys from Kentucky that I can that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the get shit some you can that. run an engine off yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. this is uh, this is nice I like that it yeah, could smooth. definitely get me into trouble really quick oh yeah I say it definitely trouble in a bottle the first time that I made it like I had probably about an inch in a jar like the leftover you know yeah and Sarah and I are sitting in the living room and I bring the jar in and we go back and forth and just drink that inch out of the bottom. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, I should probably go clean up from all this. And I go to stand up, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> I got to sit back down. Yeah. Fucking boot to the head. So, yeah. But, yeah. What do you think about it, Ross? I I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, we, we got a swig of it before, too. And um, after that swig, I was setting all this stuff up, and all of a sudden I was like, ooh, well, that hit me. I feel warm. Yeah, definitely warm inside. It's is perfect that, for the holidays. Is that the Christmas cheer? Yeah, is that what I hear about this Christmas cheer? There you are, That's, Christmas magic. <laughs> when you have a family like mine, you need something that'll get that Christmas cheer flowing, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's that time of year, too, you know, like with having to be around the family a bunch, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, yeah, it's everything. And I, I find myself... Uh, I don't know. Just definitely tr- uh, drinking more when I'm around family. So I don't know what that means. That's Alcohol is an e- excellent <laughs> lubricant for family functions. I th- well, and that's, I think it's funny to see my family go that way. But it's like we're just all getting older. And it's just like, well, this is how we have fun. You know, like, I love my family. Don't get me wrong. My immediate family, my sister, my mom and dad, they're a riot to be around. But. Like I do, we I find we drinking a lot more around each other when we hang out. Like it's like, uh oh, it's like, is this just welcome how to t- getting through life as an adult? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like my parents have just been hiding it up till now, but now my sister and I are at that point too. Where they're like, oh, come on in. You, know, this is why we always had that tumbler. <laughs> so yeah, no, I always made the joke that uh, my parents are trying to kill each other. Um, and it's not like Mr. and Mrs. Smith or anything. My uh. My my mom makes sure that there's plenty enough sugary treats around for my diabetic dad. <laughs> and, and my dad makes sure that the liquor's stocked up tight so my mom can pickle her liver till she dies. 
So it's, it's sounds like a good day, man. And it, yeah, and they get each other. It sounds like a delicious death. Actually. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> What's scary Can is I go the over? truth behind it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the. It was funny because like I went over there and I came up with that joke when I went over, and my dad's got this huge bag of M and M's. He's like, "Look at what your mom got me." I'm like. <laughs> You're fucking diabetic. Like, what the fuck? Like, what she, she's trying to kill you. <laughs> I'm trying to maintain my blood sugar. Yeah, that's what, yeah. No, but he's got the uh, those little pods now that he puts on. You ever seen those? There's, like, uh-huh. two pods. One for, like, his insulin and one that just reads oh, all the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, we, like, we always, like, say, like, he's RoboCop or whatever. Like, give him shit about it. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze, creep. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, oh, that's dangerous. I got to watch what I do with this. Yeah. I think, uh, well, that last one definitely went straight to my head, so I'm going to take a fiver on that. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff, though. Thank you very much for bringing that. Hey, no problem. Yeah, man, that's excellent. So I, uh, I just carry a jar with me everywhere because then people like me more. <laughs> just here, t- keep drinking this. You'll like me, I swear. <laughs> Want to make an appointment for a tattoo? Not yet? Here, keep drinking. <laughs> you got to ha- have a hook, man. Yeah, sales gimmick 101. <laughs> I, got, uh, I actually I got a tattoo from you not that long ago uh, for your October deal you were doing. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. I what got one it? of the Evil Dead. So I got oh, Ash. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. cool. I remember. Yep. Yeah, that's so that's Mercy did that, but yeah. that was a collaboration, and that was with uh, uh, Miro from uh, Main Street Electric. Yeah, Main, Main Street, Street Electric. Electric. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Miro. Yeah, and that's he. He's cool as hell. He's like he did super realism. So like he did like the um, the cabin. Yeah, and then Mercy Mercy put on Ash, and then the book. Okay. And so, oh, it's it's cool. I like it a lot. He did did a very good job. It's stickers. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. When I love yeah. that style, I want to keep going up my leg with it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we don't need to talk about that. I know a guy. So. There you go. <laughs> here, have a drink. Have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your schedule so, look like? <laughs> that's funny because you're talking about, like, the diabetic thing. And years ago when I worked at another tattoo shop, I started doing a Christmas treat competition where you'd bring in your Christmas treats, and I would eat them. And at the end, <laughs> on Christmas, I would just say whose was the best. Yeah. And, like, the owner was like, do you give a gift certificate away? I'm like, no. No. And he goes, <laughs> and people do this? I'm like, oh, yeah, tons of them. Like, like, the people that work with me are like, yeah, they're bringing in treats all the time. We always got candy here. That's what's up. So I started, oh, yeah. when I opened the, the Silver Tuna, I, I continued, but I do uh, – Gift certificates. Yeah, yep. So, like, first place gets a $100 gift certificate, second 50 yeah, and then yeah. third 25 That's cool. But, yeah, so I, I literally just get people to bring me their homemade Christmas <laughs> candy because I'm a junkie and yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just want sweets. Yeah. That's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And that's one thing I love about, like, your shop has that feeling, too, that you can come in and bring you Christmas cookies. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, the, it's just Please this, do. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's just such a friendly shop. Like, as soon as you walk in the doors, you just feel at home. And I noticed that right away. And I didn't even, I hadn't, like, I just saw you on social media. And just, you're cra- you were crazy. Um, you're, I know you're not on as much, but, like, I just remember some oh, of your yeah. posts. And that was through the, uh, actually, the um, Sean's page. The um, Sean Patrick oh, yeah, okay. Moore is my favorite comedian. 
And fuck yeah. that guy too. That's why. Yeah, that's <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> we like saying fuck him randomly because he he says he won't listen to our podcast, but we know he yeah, like, like secretly listens. He's in to the closet. Podcast. I always <laughs> I always tell him when we mention him, and then yeah. I won't tell him where we mention him. And it's him. always just fuck Sean. So <laughs> So he has to go through it yeah, and listen yeah. to it. Yeah, I heard. I mean, he, I didn't. <laughs> he actually messaged me with some ideas that were pretty solid. I should, I uh, should uh, talk to you about them. Yeah, but yeah. I thought that was funny. I was like, "You just proved you fucking listened to yeah. us, bastard!" Like, <laughs> soon enough, he'll be asking us yeah. to come on the damn show. We might, we might, maybe. I mean, it's we'll have to check our books and see if. Uh, if we can fit them in, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just go get a cardboard cutout of them and keep them here all the time. <laughs> there you go. They I'm gonna go on the record and say that I will never ask him to be on our show. That's what. <laughs> but I will immediately accept him if he asks. If he me asks, to be on the yeah. show. <laughs> fuck that guy. It's in, it's, it's in your lap. What you gonna do with it? <laughs> it's your move, fat boy. <laughs> all right. So that one's just for us. And we no, fuck it. that no, shit. You gotta leave that in. Yeah. No, no, I'm leaving it in. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm just saying. Like that's you listeners are. Um, if you haven't, like Sean Patrick Moore, he's got a. He does have a special. And if there. you hear this, tell him that we yeah, talked. We about talk him shit like, yeah. massively about. Tell it. him he's gonna want to hear this. Yeah. But he's he's got a special uh, out called actually nothing special, <laughs> nothing special. N o t h i n. I love the cover art for that. Yeah, it's him. It's <laughs> it's Sean like <laughs> on on a dock or, or no, it's just, uh, in a hammock and you can see the dock in the background and his big old belly hanging. And the out. hammock <laughs> looks like it's hanging <laughs> on for yeah, joy. Yeah, like, like, looks like all right, we got it. Hold on here. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, w- I actually went and saw it. We, we both saw that. You and I yes, both went and uh, you, so you can hear Tommy and I because we don't. We know you probably don't want to hear Sean. But if you want to hear Tommy and I li- laughing in the background to Sean, listen to it's his worth album. It's amazing. <laughs> I have a great laugh sometimes. Yeah, that's <laughs> contagious. I've been told. <laughs> that's why people listen to us. I feel like just they just don't even listen to anything but the laugh. Like <laughs> there's a laugh. <laughs> All right, I'm good. All right, we're good. It's funny oh, too because my, my laugh varies depending on the kind of weekend exactly. that I had. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> either really slow and low yeah or like you know giggly and giggly like, yeah, and yeah yeah like i my know. laugh definitely changes too i have different laughs based on like how funny i think something is or whatever but like it's funny because when i used to go out to the comedy club when i first started i laughed quite a bit and now that i'm like out there quite a bit and hearing the same stuff yeah i, I give dods <laughs> and like I'm like, whoa, no! Couple of, I <laughs> love laughing. Yeah, it's like, oh no! But it's it's just with that, like everything else. Like when I go see a professional, like I still laugh my ass Fucking off. Fucking amateur. I know that's what Adam Sandler said. The hardest thing for him as an actor is laughing. Is to laugh, and his laugh is one of the most iconic. And that that <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said that's not his laugh. Yeah, that's, exactly. laugh. that's him yeah. acting like he's laughing. Yeah, he goes, I can't yeah. act like I'm laughing. I gotta laugh. Yeah, yeah, I wonder what his actual laugh sounds like. Adam, if you're listening. We'd love to have you on the cast. Let's and tag him. Him and Kid Rock. Him and Kid Rock. <laughs> I'll pee on myself so you can laugh for real. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> we, had, we had an extensive conversation about Kid Rock on the episode with uh, Tommy's band. Ross has a boner for Kid Rock. And I love Kid Rock. <laughs> we, we tore into Ross for an hour and a half. about like He's a marketing yeah. genius. Just say we your name over and over again. That's what I'm yeah. saying, though. Like, yeah. dude, and the guy is a performer. Like, he is definitely a performer. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I come from a background where I want as much attention as I can get when I'm on stage that I think Kid Rock is a hell of a performer. Oh, yeah, hey. like, I'm like, he gets all the attention. Look at him. Sequenced bib overalls. Like, come on now. Like, it's, all right. We're not getting on Kid Rock again for this episode. Stop it. Done. I didn't right. do, I was, <laughs> you were letting ba- me go. My bad, Ross. <laughs> You got to stop that shit. Shut it down. That was your job. <laughs> you had one job. Sometimes I like job. to let you run with it and see yeah. where it goes. It's Speaking great. Of running with if it, I do that, yeah. it could go some interesting places. It does sometimes. It really does. My mind goes very interesting places. The as less well we talk, the more he'll talk, and it's really funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw grenades out there like lemon, <laughs> banana, <laughs> butthole. <laughs> Kid Rock, Kid midget. Rock. Kid Rock. <laughs> Three-foot cock. <laughs> see, see what sets the trigger off. <laughs> Speaking of so, three foot cock. Spe- <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of three cock, fuck. Beat me to it. All right. <laughs> I think that's why we work so well together. Great minds think alike. Anyways, Mercy, what got you into tattooing? I mean, you said you started piercing, right? I, so you I, were in shops already. I, well, I literally got into the industry by accident. Yeah. I, in, uh, here in the valley? Yeah. Okay. Um, I. Went through divorce and went and got tattooed and ended up, me and the tattooer got along really well and started hanging out, started hanging out. And one night he was having a barbecue and I was working at Sure Dry Basement Systems and I was like, yeah, when I'm done working, I'll come over. So I went to his house right after work. I was full of mud and bullshit and grease. And yeah. He's like, you need to get a new job. And I was like, yeah, man, you should teach me how to tattoo. Well, you know. He's like, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Case of beer later, we're sitting there. He's like, you know how to draw? I was like, I can't draw blood with a knife. (laughs) 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 He's like, yeah, I could probably teach you how. I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, he started me out as a piercer. And obviously he taught you, you know what I mean? Like, well, there and there's got to be natural talent there. No, but I don't. No, so, not for me. <laughs> well, I used to draw uh, a little bit when well, I was in high school and stuff. Yeah, but do you have any other kid, art though. forms that you mess with? I like really get into like markers and colored pencils. Yeah, um, paint before tattooing. Yeah, okay. yeah. I used to I used to screw around with okay. that a lot, right. but um, otherwise, like I mean, I always built stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, do a creative thought process. Yeah, that's I can, good. That's a good foundation. For, for I can look at creative. a dumpster full of trash and turn it into fur- furniture. Hell like, yeah, I'm just that guy. Yeah, well, and that's a useful yeah. skill to have. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think uh, that's a skill that the modern generation is kind of losing because they grew up not having to do any of that stuff. Yeah. When we were kids, we didn't have like iPads and shit, so we were pulling shit out of garbage and building random like it's a bomb like i did that a lot i don't know if i had a problem <laughs> making like, bombs I, made, yeah, like I, I like made a lot of things and i was like it's a bomb like it's, i don't know if I, I i was one of those kids i don't know like my dad caught me one time cutting open firecrackers and taking the gunpowder and putting into a pipe and like just packing and he comes in my room and he's like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> science dad just, just yeah, like, <laughs> mr wizard come yeah. on <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. we were, we when we were actually uh, uh, building Silver Tuna, uh, my construction guy and Sarah, Sarah was doing like some baseboard. My construction guy was working on something, and I I was sitting there kind of idle, so I was like, uh, I'm gonna go make a front desk. And they're like, What? Yeah. And I walked outside, and there was a bunch of pallets. And if you've ever been there, our front desk is pallets. Yeah. 
just pellets. Yeah. Like I pinned them all together and burned the shit out of the thing. Well, and that's like you, you – I remember you posted something. Uh, you were going up to the cabin and you had a bunch of pellets. What should I make? And I forget, you made like a little mini bars thing or something. Yeah, I made uh, a yeah. – well, Sarah just – she like last year she had this back injury that she'd been dealing with. So yeah. we just had a deck put onto the uh, cabin. So I was like, oh, I'm going to make some patio furniture for her. So there you go. I kind of like figured it out. And she sat it and she's like, this is the most comfortable chair I've ever sat in. The whole thing's pallets. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool though, man. Like it shows that, you know, like I say, not a lot of people have that skill. Like they don't look at something and go, hey, I can – I can make this right. Become the this. alternate perspective yeah. that a lot of people aren't just uh, naturally ingrained with, and I got to do that to get away from like the tattoo end of things sometimes. Yeah, right. Like, because otherwise, it's I love what I do like yeah. more than anything. Um, Sarah takes care of all the business end of things, so like I don't have to worry about scheduling. She yeah. does all that. Dude, I don't shout know. out to her seriously. Yeah. She's a she's the she's rock. awesome. Yeah, she does all like, the scheduling, all the ordering. Yeah. Like, all the licensing, all of that. So all I have to do is tattoo, and I love that. But, like, it's one of those careers where, like, you can't go anywhere without – once people know you're a tattooer, yeah, yeah, everybody right. wants to talk, which yeah. is awesome. I yeah, mean, that, yeah. that's a that's an awesome problem to have. Right. But that's how I, I get away from it. I go up to the cabin and build stupid shit out yeah, of garbage. Fuck yeah, fuck <laughs> You got him, man. It's about maintaining a balance, yep. you know, for yeah. sure. Especially if, it's, uh, if you're fortunate enough to do something that you're passionate about as a – as a means of living, uh, you have to maintain a balance to to maintain that passion behind it. To otherwise, it becomes a job. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yep. and then it wears on you for sure. And I don't ever want that to happen. Like I, I literally love tattooing. It's one of those things I could be having a horrible day. Yeah. And the minute that I get the tattoo machine in my hand and I'm tattooing, yeah. everything disappears. Yeah, yeah I, which is like awesome. For me, it's like that with music, man. Yep. Uh, there's times where I'm like been in such a shit mood that I didn't even want to go to practice, and I go to practice because I know I have to, and I know it's gonna be good, but like I want to stew in it, you know? Right. And I get there and like five minutes in, it's like I don't remember what I was mad about. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. kind. It's kind of like that emotional outlet. It's it allows you to channel some shit through. Oh yeah. Well, and I definitely feel that too with like the comedy end. Like yeah, whenever yeah. I'm oh, at yeah. an open mic and like I'm like I'm like I don't know if I want to go to the open mic tonight. Fuck this. Yeah. But then like you go you get there and it's like you see some of the guys and it's like all right and then yeah. you, as soon as you you go up and do your thing like you say it's just a release. And that's I think a lot of people like find that in in their artistic abilities oh, or whatever yeah, they sure. do. You know what I mean? Like that is their release, and that's why you get good at it. I think most people that like enjoy. have anxiety issues haven't found that release. Yeah, it's yep. like once you find that, like that one thing that you're passionate about, like go with it. Yeah, yep. do whatever right. you can to do that as much as you can. Exactly. And try. Like I went through so many things, and like I tried all kinds of different shit, uh, and some of them I was passionate about, but. Uh, um, opportunities to continue, you know, like uh, with film uh, and theater and shit around the, like around here, just weren't there to continue with it, you know. And I tried all kinds of different shit. I was like, nope, that's not it. No, nope, that's not it. And uh, just recently, uh, I went from considering myself a hobbyist bass guitar player to a musician. And um, what you're doing with those guys is music, like yeah. highly intricate music <laughs> like, yeah. it's cool though uh and and uh yeah it's uh 
it's good to have that balance. But when you find, when you try a bunch of different things, you can apply those things you've learned to when you finally find your your calling. You know, yep. yeah. It's a it's a pretty cool thing, as we've talked to several uh, tattoo artists and and other artists that are just working artists. Uh, it's a pretty fortunate thing in 2021 to be able to do something that you're passionate about and make a living. Doing right. It. Yeah. And, and be successful. And, yeah. You know, yeah, it's crazy. Well, I think that's everyone's goal, too. And that's what's cool is like you you're doing it, man. Like you're doing what you love for a job. Right. Like it, That's it, cool. It is. It, like, man, I'm very fortunate. I tell people all the time, like I found this weird loophole on the world. Where, yeah, right. Yep. Like, Especially I, in today's society. It's hard to get out from under the fucking thumb of the machine, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get together with my friends and it's everybody complaining about their job. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the corner like, oh, sorry. I fucking I, love, I, my I really love my job. I really love my job. I love, yeah. And I like, hate traffic lights. Fuck well, those things. Like, <laughs> 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 I got to look for shit to bitch about. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what, Greg? I need to relate to you guys. Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what people do when they get together. They bitch about shit, you know? And that's, uh, I definitely, I think that, uh, like I say, what you got going there and with your, your other your other artists that are there too, like Josiah did some tattoos, on, like did my sleeve on my arm and like same thing, dude. That guy's dude, a machine. He loves coming in to work. Like, and you can tell he just loves it. Well, yeah, like, and, and he, like, the first, I worked with Josiah when I was at Timeless. Yeah. And then I opened up Silver Tuna, um, and then some things happened with uh, the shutdown. Yeah. Because Josiah has a sailboat, and he was running charters, so he wasn't tattooing at all. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the world shut down, yeah. and then he wanted to get back into the tattoo thing, so he got a hold of me. And uh, I'd worked with him, but I hadn't worked, like, close with him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, one of the first jobs that he was doing for Silver Tuna was this sleeve that he was working on. And, I mean, there was this Medusa. It was like a, a Greek mythology sleeve. Yeah. And and Josiah does mainly just re- realism. So uh, he, he there's this Medusa. And I'm like, where did you find the reference for that Medusa? And he's like, well, I, I really didn't find a reference and i was uh, like what are you talking about and he's like well i found like a like a face of a like a, a hot chick yeah and kind of stenciled that Off and then that. drew and then, everything wow. else on yeah. and i mean and it, he just understands realism yeah. that much that he knows how to That's work so off sweet. of because yeah. we were looking I wish at like, I could see shit like that. for my for my sleeve too like we took a lot of things were uh statues and stuff like that <laughs> um that we found and that's where he gained his reference off of. Yeah. And like it, he the what he did with it was just amazing. Yeah. Like it's so cool. We, we could like you could have a, a podcast about just Josiah because that guy's like his life is so crazy. He's right now. Him. He is on his sailboat. Like he'll be here. Actually, he just flew back. Yeah. But he took his sailboat basically down the Mississippi. Um, <laughs> he's Fuck living yeah. down in New Orleans for a while, then Florida, then he's taking the Atlantic back up. And coming back in through the Damn. the Great Lakes, yeah. it's called the Great Loop. Yeah, yep. we have yeah. to have like, him on. Yeah, like after, yeah, like, and just talk cool to him about sure. that and stuff. The guy was a semester away from a philosophy major. Yeah, and stopped and started tattooing. <laughs> yeah. So he's got like this huge brain. Man. He's an yeah. awesome dude, and when, he loves when the opportunity arises. You got to take it, you know. Yeah, and he's man. He he rode the rails once for like two months, like. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah, he's just yeah, a, cool. he's an awesome dude, man. Yeah. He's got three brothers or two brothers and a sister, I believe. Yep. And the two brothers both have boats as well. 
like sailboats. They all met and like tied them all up, and <laughs> it was like a big dream of theirs since they were kids. And the sister lives out of her van, and not like Sean, that piece of shit. Yeah, no, she's like, it's way, it's way. She's like an influencer. Yeah. she's got like a million oh, followers. Shit. Yeah, like, wow. oh, yeah. Yep. like it's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, Sean, you need to step it up. <laughs> we'll just keep dragging Sean on this one. Yeah. You, you, so, can't, you can't just live in a van down by the river. Yeah, you, know, you gotta move it around a little bit. <laughs> What's funny is his nickname's Farley, <laughs> <laughs> and now he's living in a van. Like, so I just can't imagine how bad that van smells. Oh, it was. He parked it in my uh, in my driveway for uh, during that those shows that he recorded. Yeah, and I got to go in. It wasn't as bad as you'd think. I yeah. think I don't know if he just like sprays or what he what he does, but it wasn't. <laughs> There's enough like, bath and body works yeah, in there I was now like, that he'll have cancer like, oh, by the time I he's forty-five. This to, like I know, like I know how honestly, if I were to do that, like I know how I I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I have a pile of clothes on my floor right now that's probably been sitting there for months. I need to do something about. Gross, I know, you're I'm a horrible dope. human being. You're an adult, Rachel. If you're listening, I, I'm sorry. I'll get it cleaned up one of these days. It's crazy because at my house, like, I have this, it's like a magic, um, like, clothes hamper. You just throw it in. I put them in there, and then, like, a week later, they're back in there, but they're clean and they're folded. I love you, Sarah. (laughs) Um, I have that same thing. I love you, Tommy. (laughs) It's really neat. Yeah, I know. I just... If I do enough drugs, I don't remember the process <laughs> in between. Hey, it's another a, jar of this. And you, so it's a surprise. You might wake up in Mexico. Uh, yeah, <laughs> me. Go. So I got a question for you. Um, when you first started tattooing, did you have uh, a point where you were like, man, maybe this isn't for me? Yes. You were just frustrated as fuck? Like, If I had a dollar for every time I threw my tattoo machines back <laughs> in my cart and said I was never tattooing <laughs> again, I'm just piercing I probably could have retired without tattooing. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, unfortunately, the gentleman that taught me how to tattoo, we don't speak anymore, but he literally is the reason that I tattoo. Because yeah. I would do that, like, I'd do a tattoo, and I'd be super frustrated. And yeah. I'm like, that's it, I'm just piercing, I'm not tattooing, yeah. I'm a good piercer, I'm going to stick with that. And he'd be like, yeah, that's fine, man. And then, like, a week or two go by, and then all of a sudden he'd be like, hey, man, you want to do these little tattoos for me because I want to get out of here early. I'd be like, no, dude, I don't tattoo. Just a piercer. Come on, man, just shut up. So he pushed me. He did. That's good. Yeah, yeah. He definitely got me where I am. So so what, uh, aside from him pushing you, what what was it about tattooing that kept you and I guess ultimately led you to where you're at today? Man, I've always had a problem with like, not being able to do something that I set out to do. All right. So like, I was yeah. going to do it, like, one way or another. Like, even though I wanted to quit, I knew that deep down that I was going to tattoo. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know, and I I tell everybody, man, I am not the greatest tattooer in the area. There are better tattooers than me, but you'll get the best tattoo that I can give you and the best experience that you'll ever have. Yeah, yeah. fuck like, yeah. That's, and it's a hell of an experience, too. We we have fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Cooter. Uh, Cooter. He's uh, a... <laughs> Colton is actually, Sarah didn't even know, Colton is actually, they're cousins. Yeah. And it was a few years back, uh, we needed tires. So I hopped on Facebook, and I was like, where are my tire guys, you know? And Colton was like, hey, man, uh, just have Sarah bring the car up by me, and I'll get it all taken care of. And I was like, 
I'm like, are you related to this guy? He's got the same last name as you. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I'm going to bring my dad. Yeah. So her and her dad go and hear like their cousins. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he had been, he'd kind of went through a, a, an apprenticeship years ago in Oshkosh and he, he gave it up. It wasn't for him. Then yeah. I opened up Silver Tuna and um, he was kind of interested in getting back in. So yeah. I told him like, hey, come on in. Um, we'll we'll start at ground zero and just work our way up. And yep. Man, he's he's killing it. Like, that's rad to uh, to give someone the opportunity like that. You know, uh, I feel like some places it's maybe a little bit more closed off as far as get catching an opportunity of encouragement like that. Oh yeah, the the tattoo industry is a hard one to get into. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, the apprenticeship is it's it's not easy. Yeah. But it's not supposed to be. Right, yeah. Like, there's a lot of kids now getting into it that are, like, millennials. Like, they yeah. they think they should get paid for their apprenticeship, and they, they think they should be babied and praised the whole time. And yeah. it's like, man, you have to go through some of that hazing because there's going to be a day that you're going to draw something for somebody, and they're going to look at it, and they're going to be like, this is garbage, yeah. and I hate it. Yeah, for sure. And if you can't handle that, you're not going to handle this industry very well. Yeah. And that's what you learn. Well, like, it's, it's kind of like a vetting process. You know, you got to prove that you want to do it. Like a lot of people will say they want to do it and they'll show up. But then, you know, what kind of commitment do you get after that point? I've made more money in a year tattooing than I've made than any other career I've ever done in my life. And I never had to go to college to do it yeah i never you know yeah i i went through an apprenticeship man like and it wasn't an easy one no like i man. i went through an apprenticeship too for my job but i i had to go to the tech every other week and it was a little bit i buy love apprentices apprenticeships i <laughs> i love my apprentices too if you're listening but anyways, <laughs> I love Cooter, but that's because he's family. Yeah, I, don't like, I don't touch him inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> and if you tell anybody, he's got such small hands, it looks so big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love like it's just so cool to hear the banter between you two, and like even like Josiah, like I all three of you were there the one day, and that was like the fun. It's like I'm, it's all been fun, but that was like a, just a riot. We we have fun, man. Like the rule of the shop is. The best tattoo that you can give at the time of your career, best experience, and have fun. Yeah. Like, we got it set up so Sarah does all the scheduling for everybody. Um, so, like, the job part of tattooing, like, silver tune artists don't have to deal with. Yeah. She does all of that. So, like, you literally come in and tattoo. Yep. And it's it's, it's awesome. awesome. So, like, yeah, all you have to worry about is making cool tattoos and having fun with your client. Like, yeah, that's tough. Because I've, I tell people, you can give the best tattoo in the world, and if you don't give them a good experience, yeah. they will go someplace else. Because yeah. they'll yeah. be like, man, I love my tattoo, but he didn't talk to me at all. It was really awkward. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Where, man, I've seen, a pro I've been an apprentice that gave shitty-ass tattoos and got <laughs> those people to want to come back every other week yeah. for another shitty tattoo. Yeah. Because I was t telling jokes, yeah, like, making them feel good. Like that's, that's what I it. feel about cooking hibachi. Like uh, there's other chefs that are like flashier than me, and they got cooler tricks. But like uh, I tell jokes, I'm personable, and I make good food. Yeah, uh, and I have enough tricks to like keep them in it. But, right. Yeah. But like yeah, like uh, it's 
it's about the all around experience, right? The uh, making them comfortable with you for sure. Yep. I think that's a good philosophy, definitely. Well, and there's a, there's a lot to do with that, like in comedy too. It's yeah. all about commanding the room, kind yeah, of a right. thing. Like yep. it's absolutely that's what I call it, com- commanding the room. And like if you can really like get pe- you get people on your side when you do that, like you can show them, hey, like I'm someone you can trust. I'm someone that you yeah. know, and like, you need that sometimes with. Uh, with all, like pretty much everything we do, yeah. But like, yeah, I think um, I think it's definitely a skill that uh, you kind of hone as you go along with your craft too. Well, and if you're if you're genuinely happy with your life, and, yeah, you know, like, it's gonna and show, then, and then create that kind of environment. Uh, yeah, that definitely carries over to other people that go in and experience that, you know, and that's yep, that's awesome because you see a lot of. Uh, uh, anti that nowadays you yeah know? well and i think the thing with like every one of us in this room is when we're in our atmosphere the people that are coming to us they like what we like yeah yeah right? like yep. they're coming for like good food they're coming for comedy they're coming for tattoos they're yeah. already your people yeah yep. so to not get them to come back in the door you must have really did something wrong you yeah, know like right. you know like and, and and like you said, man, it's knowing your audience. You know, you yeah, gotta, you got to control the room, and you know, obviously, I there's certain jokes you can't tell with certain people. Or, <laughs> it's, yeah, I had a lady that came in on Saturday, and uh, we were doing a little iris, like a super tiny little iris. It was the first time she was at Silver Tuna. She walked in the door, and she was pretty proper. Yeah, and we got NWA bumping on the, yeah. and all of a sudden Sarah like runs to my phone and she's like, like she's like, I can't turn it off fast enough. Yeah, you know, I was like, what's going on? She's like, I don't think she wants to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that's no, funny. I I mean, I, it was funny because I know the one. Uh, I think when you were doing my uh, my crow, um, there was a uh, a woman that was getting tattooed by Colton, and uh, it was funny because. Before we went into it, you kind of were like, oh, we'll see what we can get away with joking around. And as it went along, we got increasingly, like, more and more intense oh, yeah. with the shit yeah. we were joking oh, yeah. around about. Yeah. And she was loving it. So we were like, every time, like, okay, is she okay with this? Yeah. No, but it's it's a blast. And, like, definitely, I don't know, it's one of those things that, uh, like you say, when you're when you're in your element and doing your thing and you can provide that for others, you know. Yeah. It's genuine, and people feel that, and I think that's where it comes from, too. Well, it's sort of therapeutic uh, for each one of us, in a sense, you know? Like, yeah. Like, uh, if we're having a shit day, and you go and put three minutes into that experience for somebody, I mean, I know for me, it'll pull me. I mean, I'll forget by the time I'm done cooking the table what the fuck I was. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, what, yeah. what was making me mad before. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, oh, that's not so bad. No. So dramatic. Uh, it's the Mexican blood in me. I think. Yeah, you haven't talked too much about doing hibachi. I think we've talked a little bit in one of the episodes. Yeah, I mean, I only do it like three days a week. Yeah, yeah, but it's an art. Two days that, a week. That, no, that's an art. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I worked it in. I'm a hand leaner, so, so I'd be like, "So what do you want?" Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've done that. It's, it's all in how you react yeah. or yeah. don't react. Yeah. Don't uh, worry, I'm not going to cook your food right there. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I'll just scrape that off. <laughs> Fuck that hurt. <laughs> uh, so what was your life like before you got into tattoos? Man, okay. Uh, 
I was production manager for Sure Dry Basement Systems. I were, wore cotton dockers to work and had blonde highlights in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Those look my senior picture. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. uh, yeah. I was. Uh, I went through my first divorce, and uh, I kind of realized that like I was living a lie. And then uh, I met the gentleman that taught me how to tattoo, and I jumped into it, man. Like I don't think. For probably the first year and a half of me in the industry, I didn't have something healing at some point or oh, another. Yeah. You know, like either I had a piercing healing or a tattoo, and then I got into the the suspension end of things and oh, right like on. the the heavy body modifications. And yeah, you know, I've I've definitely dove deep. But yeah, I was a. Uh, I was your nine to fiver, man. Yeah, I, I was awesome. one of those I hated life. Uh, you know, I started drinking. That's Thursday a success story, yeah, man. Like, yeah, until that's Sunday because I hated my job so yeah. much. Yeah. You know? Well, that's that, that shows anybody out there. It's not make that jump. Yeah, I yeah. was there a few months ago, and uh, now I play music and cook hibachi, and it's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. Well, yeah, and with the way the world is right now, man, why not? Yeah. Like, if you're not happy, the only thing that's worth it in the world be happy yeah. Yeah. like like you said take that jump you know yep. take that class go do that you know whatever whatever's gonna make you happy i did i haven't looked back and man i even at one point me and uh my first ex-wife were like talking for like a minute and a half and I was like, would you have ever let me, like, get into the tattoo industry? And she's like, oh, hell no. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I definitely made the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. One of those things about, like, tattooing is, like, it's permanent. You're doing it on someone's skin. Like, what did it take, really, to get over that? Like you say, I know that a lot of the frustrations, I'm sure, at first come from that. Like, that looked like shit, and now that person's got to live with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like. um, Man, I don't know. You just, uh. I, I, I'd always ask people because, like, even I was at my first tattoo shop for probably nine years, and I still didn't feel like it was only with one other artist. Um, and then I, I went to Timeless, and I was around a lot more artists, and that's when I really feel like I started to develop, like, and get better at tattooing. Yeah. But I kept asking these guys, like, just how do you tattoo? Like, how do you do it? I, I, they're like, well, you do it. I'm like, yeah, but not like you. Like, yeah. And they're like, you just do it. Like, you just stop thinking about yeah, it right. and just do it. And that's Great. really it. Like, yeah. 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 That's fucking cool. When man. it when it stops being frustrating and starts becoming fun, that's when you're a tattooer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like, at least. Because it's like, oh. That's when you really, when you're comfortable with it, you're going to grow. Like, when you're tense and stuff, there is growth there. Don't get me wrong. When you're going through those early stages and anything, you are learning stuff. But when you get good at it is when you're comfortable with it. And I've noticed that with my own job. Like, because yeah, I'm a millwright sure. and, like, I, I, working on machines and stuff, I was so nervous. So nervous diving into some of this stuff. Like, I'm going to fuck this up. Like, this machine's never going to run right again. Yeah. And, like, and I, I don't come from a background of too much mechanical stuff. Like, I worked on my car every now and again. Like, with my grandpa, uh, who's only got one arm. <coughs> so that was fun, like, working on cars with him. Like it was like seriously, he's only got yeah, one arm. One, only got one arm. On cars. Yep. Nice. And he was really good at it. Like really good. Well, a joke I make is my grandpa is like one of my uh, one of my biggest like heroes of my life, um, and it's because he only has one arm. But that man can do anything. Oh yeah. That only requires one arm. 
but <laughs> say everything but, but clap. But clap, yep. <laughs> well, or or um, since Thanksgiving was uh, well, I was it's a little further away, but it just happened. Um, drawing that turkey. <laughs> oh, he can still put never, the yeah. Does he's he ever put go the pen the, in his mouth with his mouth? Does yeah. he ever go as the drummer from Def Leppard for Halloween? No, that's not, <laughs> I should ask him about that. <laughs> No, that's funny. Did you ever have you ever spelled a word wrong? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's not a ta- love- man. There's not a tattooer out there that hasn't. And if they say they haven't, they're a liar. <laughs> I, love, I love the response to that question every time. Yeah. It's not even a second. Yeah, it's and like, oh, yep, like yep. fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking sucks. Mine was mine was February. <laughs> there's an R in there, folks. Don't forget did, about it. How <laughs> did you fix it? Uh, I the funny story is this guy came in. Um, the front desk person at the shop that I worked at the, the time took all the information, wrote it down, and was like, I spell checked the name with him. It's absolutely perfect. And they spelt February wrong. Uh. Now, people are like, how can you spell something wrong? That's so stupid. You spell all the time. When you're tattooing, you're not spelling. You're, you're drawing yeah, each letter. Right, yeah. So you're concentrating on each letter. So I, I put the stencil on, and at this time, I tattooed and I pierced. Yeah. So... I got the stencil on him. It's on his chest, the whole deal. Take a look at it. All of a sudden, this four set of girls walked in, and they all wanted piercings. I'm like, are you cool if I, when this is drying, if I quick take care of these girls? And he's like, no, go ahead. So I did four piercings. Probably took me about 45 minutes. Yeah. So that stencil was on him, and he looked at it the whole time, and he <laughs> loved it. No big deal. I do the tattoo, and then a week later, he calls, and he's like, and, and this is the first time I met this guy. <laughs> so this is the, like, this is where that whole, like, give him a good experience and they'll come back comes into yeah, play. Because yeah. uh, he calls me, and he's like, hey, man. He goes, I hate to be this guy, but you spelled something wrong. <laughs> so I was like, what? Oh. And I'm sitting in front of the computer, and he's like, February. And I, I, you know, I Google February right away, and I'm like, no, dude, there's supposed to be an R in there. He's like, yeah, I know there's not one in mine. I was like, oh, shit. My friends will quit making fun of me. <laughs> like, oh, man. So I was like, all right, man. I'm like, whatever you want to do, like, I'm going to take care of you. He's yeah. like, I knew you would. He goes, I could tell by our experience. So I did a full cover-up for free. And I put that tattoo on the other side of his chest. Oh, nice. And I ended up getting three cover-ups out of the deal. Like his sister, her fiancé, and one of their friends all had cover-ups. And they're like, he did such a good job. We got to go. That's That's rad. I was like, all right, cool. That's an art, too. Oh. Like doing cover-ups. I just didn't uh, try it that time. That just came out. The Saturday, I just did a. Uh, this girl had this gnarly scar on her arm. Yeah. And it's bothered her for years. And I was like, yeah, I can cover that. No big deal. And I did some really soft black and gray flowers around it. Yeah. And then did some hard, like almost solid black leaves around the outskirts. And I covered that scar with. You'd never even know it's there. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's she, cool. she cried when we were done. So. Yeah. That's, That's when you awesome. know you did your job. Well, yeah, that right. otherwise you really fucked up. Like, you either did it really good or you did it real bad because they cried. Like, Ma'am, I just want to make sure those are happy tears. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to pay me? <laughs> so you do like it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. 